You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I want to host Michigan's prettiest butthole competition May 20th in Lansing, Michigan at Deja Vu Showgirls. Please call the club and request this. Let's make this happen, people. No, I I don't want that. Good morning, ass family. I don't want to see Michigan's best butthole. Oh, my God. I see America's best butthole every day when Joe Biden's on television. Good morning and welcome to another fun-filled edition of uh, the uh, Arnie State Show. I am your host, Arnie States. I'm all out of my mind this morning. I, I have this stream of consciousness that I'm going to go on here in just a little bit. And I'm going to share it on Facebook Live because I think I fixed the sound issues on there. And it'll be all good and it'll be all fun and we'll have a great time doing it all together. Let's say good mornings. Yes, it is Monday. I, I know that. that's why I had to play the shout song. I have to get y'all up and moving. Let's go. It's Monday. Uh, if I'm here, fuck, then everybody's got to be here. Uh, first one here today. Let's see who it is. Oh, my gosh. Well, Lottie freaking die. Great fire in the house. He says, lick balls Monday. All right. Andrew says, I agree. Straight fire. Mondays can fuck right on off. Uh, indeed. I guarantee. They can. They can, Andrew. Battleborn says, good morning, ass family. Another week of being taken hostage has begun. Yes, but I am your salvation. And how sad is that? Smooth says, good morning, ass family. Hope you all survived the weekend. Uh, yes, we did. Uh, I hope that you did as well. Douglas says, top of the morning to y'all. Mage of consent. Holy shit. Wait a second here. Uh, where is there? It is. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, uh, bud? <laughs> Mage says, good morning, ass. And the AIG Japanese word of the day is, Robo Shofu, translation, donkey whore. Robo Shofu, you damn donkey whore, you. Thank you, Mage. I hope you had a great weekend, my friend. Darren, uh, the good Darren says, happy Monday, ass family. Did anyone actually watch the abortion called the Pro Bowl this weekend? No. My TV was on ESPN from the night before, and I watched about 30 seconds of balloon toss. What the fuck? I can't imagine anyone actually thought that was a good idea. Dude, this has spawned so many. I found this out recently. I didn't realize that it was really going to be a flag football game until like Friday on the show, right? Uh, the, the Pro Bowl was a flag football game. Do you know that, that that's a UIL sport now, like for high schools, girls flag football? Come on, man. Just Just come on. For the love of God. No, I didn't watch any of that. that, that, No. Look, Sunday was a whole abortion day, and I'm going to cover the other part that was an abortion there uh, here in just a little bit. Hangtown Jen says, happy Monday, ass. Well, Jen, good morning to you. And here it is, your poop word of the day. And now it is time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go drop a deuce like a moose. You got that one just for the sound effect. 
<laughs> I'm going to drop a moose. Oh. <laughs> Straight Fire says, I couldn't believe it either, Darren. What a piece of shit. Courtney says, good fuck in morning. <laughs> Monday morning ass family. Good morning to you as well. House of Pain says, good morning ass family. This always reminds me of Wedding Crashers, a shout song. Yeah, I, I heard it at Dallas Mavericks games and Animal House, but that's me. Sassy Pammy is in the house. Good morning to you, Sassy Pammy. I hope that you're doing well this morning. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in this house. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? Oh, I, I did hear what you said. You said... In order to find his equal, an Irishman is forced to talk to God. That is very true. Thank you for remembering that, bratty kid. I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Carrie Bell says morning. Good morning to you. Ahoy! Sanchez family. Longhorn Wiener Dad. Good morning, my brother-ass family. 1003 in North Carolina and OU still sucks. Amen. 904 in Texas and OU sucks. Amen. Uh, Josh Jacobs called it stupid. I watched a little bit while I was having lunch at Buffalo Wild Wings, and we thought the Pro Bowl couldn't get worse. Oh, it will somehow. I, I, I promise you that. Uh, I think all the best I, I saw was the hip-hop performance at the Grammys. The rest of the show was cringy. We are going to speak on the Grammys. Uh, Hangtown Mike says, like I texted you, would you all please stop hitting each other? Yeah. Hot Mama, happy Monday to you. Was that a, was that a moose or a leech? <laughs> I'll let you ask her that. Um, first things first, uh, before we go on this, this wacky stream of consciousness, we, we have a lot to get to. There, there, there is so much stuff to talk about today. Um, Triple T says, uh, I was getting a burger yesterday, and the Pro Bowl games were on. They were playing best catch. It was awful. What made it worse, Pete Davidson was a judge. Fuck. Yes, the Mickey Mouse voice gets me every time because I'm kind of a Mickey Mouse fan considering I've tattooed on Fantasia style from ankle to thigh. No, it was not a smart tattoo choice. That's a whole different story. Yeah, but it's still fantastic. Um, Got to give it up to Christopher. Before I get going on any kind of stream of consciousness, which will include some movie references, I'm sure, because I'm working on this show for this summer. To, to bring to you, to give you the entire, the entire story of a show, a, 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 a life, something that lived for 24 years. I'm, I'm, I'm working really, really hard on how I'm going to bring this to you and be informative, yet be funny still at the same time, and there's plenty of opportunities for that. Um, but I'm working on that, and it just opened my mind up this morning, and I kept seeing story after story, and I was like, okay, let's just do this. Before I do that, though, before I do that and before I thank Christopher for his amazing, amazing review, just when you think that the world has kicked you in the nuts enough times, when, when you think that, that you are down and out, just remember there is always hope. Yesterday, when I was looking for stories for the show this weekend, or for today, you find your typical stuff. We'll talk about the balloon issue and all that kind of stuff as well. But this story right here, just it, it, it gave me hope again in the world and comedy. 
And all I'm going to do is read you the headline. New York school vendor apologizes for serving chicken and waffles on the first day of Black History Month. Now, I can't... That shit they can't write in Hollywood anymore. I, I, I mean, I, it doesn't get much better than that right there. I, I mean, you could throw in your purple drink. You could throw in, you know, whatever fruit you want to choose. But on the first day of Black History Month, you don't think that somebody's going to say something in today's world. When today's food choices, children, or children's, is chicken and waffles, extra syrup. <laughs> I just saw that story. It just said, bravo. Bravo to the world. Thank you, world. See, this is the world giving back to me. The world gives me back stuff, and it, it just it, it fills my soul. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Ogre, buenos dias. Christopher, good morning. Christopher, great review. I, I, it's hard to review an M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong movie, and, and, and I'll tell you why. is because if you've seen one of his movies, you know he's going to have some kind of bullshit in there, right? And Christopher gives a great job of telling you exactly what's going, uh, what, what's happened. And then he says, look, if you've seen one of his movies, you know it's in there. Hey, I'm not going to ruin it. And he doesn't. He gives it a 7 out of 10. Now, now he asked me in my, uh, in my little uh, email that, that we share back and forth, he says, um, do you like M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movies? I don't remember. Uh, I know many people hate him with a passion. I mostly like him. Even his bad movies are at least spectacularly bad and thus still interesting to watch, interesting to watch, but that's just me. Now, uh, Gold, good morning to you. Douglas, good morning. Um, uh, Derek, I know I think he said boom Monday. I meant to say that. Oh, something else. I was working on my taxes. Fuck Joe Biden. I never owe taxes, but this tax system, I owe like $6. <laughs> Only because it's Black History 2023, I bet those kids eat chicken and waffles two, three times a month with no problems. No, exactly. But on the first day, they change the dessert from banana to watermelon. <laughs> Can't make that shit up. Fucking get over it. I bet it wasn't intentional regardless. You have to be black to enjoy watermelon, chicken, and waffles. No, you don't. But it is still funny. Um. <laughs> I plead the fifth on that, Ogre. Uh, here's the deal. Here, here's the deal with, uh, with, with M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong. By the way, thanks to uh, 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 Lance. I, I don't know if he's trying out the show today, but Lance, I met him online. Lance's photo sent me the, uh, the programs from the re first wrestling show I ever went to, and we're going to go get them blown up. And then we're going to put them on the wall. And I just want to say a big special thank you to him for doing that. And that, that just means the world to me. And when we get those blown up, that's going to mean everything to me. So I, I do appreciate that, Lance. You said you were going to try out the show. I hope you're here. Um, uh, 
Tony finally met a man online. For day 28, the school will probably serve lashings. Or, you know, to make up for it, I'm sure they're going to give him 40 acres and a mule. But, you know, whatever. Whatever the school plans to do. Um, I hate M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Now, his first movie, The, the Sixth Sense, by the way, ain't nobody got it. Ain't nobody got it. Okay? It, it, when, when people go, oh, I, I knew what was happening the first time, I said, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Nobody knew that Donnie Wahlberg had killed Bruce Willis. Sorry, spoiler alert, movie 30 years old, eat ass. <sighs> Nobody did. And, and in the second movie, did, I don't remember what the second one, but it had a twist in there. And, and then he got, he got known as the twisty actor, or the twisty director. I had enough on his movie with Mel Gibson in it called Signs. Okay, Signs was, was my ending point. For Shamalama Ding Dong, seeing him in movie theaters. I know I saw that Marky Mark movie where the, the grass attacked people. That's right, the grass attacked people. And trees. Yeah, fuck that. What was that? The I don't even I don't don't care what that is. But signs. Signs with Mel Gibson and, and, and his family, and, and Earth is being invaded. They're killing all Earthlings, and they're doing all this kind of stuff. And then they figure out the one weakness that the aliens have. The one weakness that they have. Oh, The Happening. That was the, that was the plant movie. The one weakness that aliens have is water. Um, excuse me, this proves to me that alien life forms are fucking stupid. Why would you want to take over a planet that is three quarters water? Oh no, the alien's going to, to rape my sister. Quick, turn on the tap water. It'll kill him. Huh? It was water. And the aliens go to a place that's covered by water like the dumb aliens be. Exactly, Douglas. It was stupid. Why would you go? I, 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 I can't even talk on that damn movie. <laughs> I mean, shit. Oh, my God. But, Christopher, great job with the review. Way to not give it away. And I appreciate that. And the Ass Family appreciates you doing these. Uh, spectacular job, as always. Now, like I said, I'm, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here because I got an email. We usually do emails on Tuesday. An email says, uh, Arnie, what do you think about the Grammys? Now, now, first of all, I, I got to set this thing up here. Hold on a second. All right. Uh, it'll be on, well, you know what? No. Well, it should be, uh, let's see. We'll go to Arnie. We'll, we'll do this under the Arnie. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Let's see. Uh, okay, what's on my mind? Live video. Yeah, you might want to turn. There we go. There we go. All right. Um, all right, here we go. Live uh, in signs I could buy the whole aliens and water thing since they might be affected by salt water. Different composition. 
and I didn't know how much fresh water there was. My problem with signs was that I had impacted stools and shit faster than that movie. Fuck, it was boring. <laughs> oh, is aliens who die from water invading Earth dumber than people who keep voting for AOC? Man, that one's up there. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. All right, here we go. We're about to go live on Facebook um, in three, two, one. Good morning, uh, Facebook Live. Hello to everyone out there. Um, this is going to be a rant like I haven't gone on in quite some time. I was asked this morning. Uh, by the way, if you want to listen to the show live, please go to ArnieRadio.com. I'm there each and every uh, Monday through Friday morning. I'll wait till more people get here. But the, the, this has got to be the stupidest thing in the world. The Grammys. All award shows have tanked, and all award shows have gone downhill like there's no tomorrow. But no show, and I mean no award show, sucks more than the Grammys. And it started a long time ago. Wait, hold on a second here. Zach just said good morning, uh, Arnie and crew. Happy Monday. We'll write back at you, Zach. Um... Uh, you got me peeking in from work. Hello there, Jen. Anna, good morning. Um, all right. So it goes back to, uh, now I worked in radio for 25, 26 years, right? So I, I, I know the industry pretty well. I know about record sales, and I know about popularity and things like this. But last night something happened during the Grammys, and it had me scratching my head. And what had me scratching my head is um, Beyonce Knowles, who I'm not a fan of. I I just, look, look, look. she was in a a band, and then they broke up so she could be on her own, and she kicked everybody else to the curb, and I guess, like, her sister helps her dress now. Whatever. Not a fan. Not a fan of her ripping police officers up and then two days later needing and requesting nine police cars to take her to her Super Bowl appearance. I didn't really... And her music? Eh. Not my genre. No no big deal. But when she's awarded a record-breaking number of Grammys, it kind of has me scratch my head. So what you're telling me is that Beyonce? I mean, and we 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 this is how we base everything. I mean, everybody wants to make you know Tom Brady the greatest because he has the most rings and all this kind of stuff. Um, Beyonce knows the greatest recording artist of all time, then, didn't she? I mean, she won the most Grammys, but you're telling me that she's better. Than Whitney Houston. Hmm. You're telling me that she's better than Aretha Franklin. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that she's better than Prince. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait. You're telling me she's better than Michael Jackson. No. I, I, this is our world now. This is, this is the crap hole that we, that we live in. This is the garbage that we see. 
Um, she wins, I, I, and I have no idea. Uh, song of the year was Bonnie Raitt. That most of you young people are going, who the fuck is Bonnie Raitt? Well, most of us old people are going, wow, Bonnie Raitt's still fucking alive? Just like that one, beating uh, a bunch of songs I, I didn't even know. Now, now there's, there's another, oh, record of the year, Lizzo. Why, did it come with a free dinner? Ugh. So, uh, there was other stuff that happened last night. I guess Taylor Swift was, yeah, oh, hang down, Mike. She's way better than George Strait. You know, Joe, uh, no, no, da, 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 da. Don't get ahead of me there. Don't get ahead of me on George Strait. Oh, I got to talk about George Strait here. Um, by the way, hey, Sam Smith, I like Lady Gaga the first time she fucking did all this shit at the Grammys. All right? Whoa. Hey, everybody. Sam Smith's gay. Ooh. What? You're kidding me. I swear to God, man. Um, here's the award that just broke my heart. I love seeing people like Willie Nelson get nominated and win things because Willie Nelson's a million years old. His voice is not the same, but he's still Willie. And Willie Nelson won. Well, I want to make sure I get this right. Best country solo performance of the year. (laughs) A song called Live Forever. Now, I'm going to say something, and and all you people that are going to be stealing this live when you watch it later, all you DJs and people like that, ain't an FM station, ain't an FM station that plays country music ever played Live Forever. Uh, Let me just say, I guarantee. There is no state, now, now, probably today, Every station that has that terrible Bobby Boner show on there, or whatever his name is, that scab, that piece of garbage, that guy has ruined country music. I used to blame it on Garth Brooks, and Garth Brooks did kill country music for a long time. But I'll tell you this right now, that Bobby Boner show, that guy is a moron. Good Lord. Live for okay. Uh, Marin Morris was nominated. Miranda Lambert, something in orange. Zach Bryan and Heartfist. Kelsey Ballerini. No idea any of that. Robert Plant was nominated for a Grammy in the country world. Now come on, man. You want to? Here's the here's the here's the shockingest part. The most shocking part. An artist I consider to probably be the greatest recording artist of all time, country-wise. Little fella from Texas. You might have heard of him. His name's George Strait. Just saying. Man has more number one hits than anyone. And I mean anyone. Elvis. Michael Jackson. Anyone. Has one Grammy. One. 62, I believe, number one hits. 
one Grammy. The Grammy. Look, I, I don't mind when people ask me questions about the Grammys, but the Grammys suck. The Grammys are crap. Uh, I'm going to end this Facebook Live here, finish that. Let's see. We'll pull that out right there. I'll pull that up. Now, my stream of consciousness has not yet even come near to an end. Sam Smith is the devil. Yeah, I, I would agree. What a weirdo. I mean, the Academy, um, I believe it's like the, the same group. The Grammy Awards are the, the Academy of uh, Music and Motion Film and all that kind of stuff. Remember, Arnie Nolan Ryan never won a Cy Young. Well, no, he didn't, but, I mean. So there you go. The Facebook Live is up, and it's posted now if you want to watch that later on. The Grammys are woke. Oh, look, look, everything is becoming so woke and so stupid and so dumb lately that it, it doesn't really even bother me anymore. I, I mean, it sounds like it bothers me, and it kind of does, I guess. Whoops, got plugged that in. But the, I've never been affected. Look, look, the year that Jethro Tull, and this you can look this up. I don't remember exactly what year it was. But the year that Jethro Tull beat Metallica for best metal album, I was like, okay, I, I, I can be done with the Grammys. And I even, I even trolled a, a radio station that I used to work for in Sacramento, uh, they posted some kind of picture, and I go, why is the once mighty, and I put the, the numbers in there, it was a 9 and an 8, um, why is the mighty 9 and 8 promoting the Grammys? The Grammys are, are garbage. And some asshole wrote, oh, a music station promoting a, shoe that, uh, a show that honors music? That's weird. No. It's that rock and roll is never, ever been really appreciated by the Grammy Association. They like pop music. That's all the Grammys are about, pop music. They fucking really don't like country music. I love Willie Nelson. I do love him. Willie Nelson's not a Grammy winner now. And you and look, there's plenty of bullshit. There's plenty of bullshit artists they could put up there. All these new these new fandangled country artists where you get a snap button shirt and it's two sizes too big for you and it's got 48 colors on there and you got a long beard and you got long hair and you wear some shitty hat, either a trucker style hat or a beat up cowboy hat that you had professionally made for thousands of dollars and you wear your old shitty jeans and you buy some boots from the thrift store and now you're an authentic country band. Did... Did, did I just ruin everybody's look at country music now? Because that's what it is. That's what this has shifted into, this Americana that's taking over. And it will. It will in the next two to three years. It will take over country music because it has gigantic grass, grass swelling behind it, grassroots. And it's pushing forward. There's nothing you can do about it. Fucking razor blade companies are going to be sad. Nobody's going to be shaving anymore. Who the fuck is Sam Smith? Sounds like a name they put together by AI. 
I love Willie Nelson. I'd smoke an apple with him. Oh, I'm sure. It was 1989. That was the year that Toll beat Metallica. Yeah, that that's when I was like, okay, done. And I ain't got nothing wrong with Jeff Rotol. He seems like a nice guy. Don't anybody fucking write me. You know I know better. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm excited about Chris Stapleton doing the national anthem. Oh, I've got reservations. I I, I mean. I know that Chris Stapleton is the poster child for every new Americana artist out there. Shitty hat, terrible beard, doesn't look like he ever showered. But I just want you to remember his big song, that that Tennessee Whiskey song. Oh, I remember hearing it a lot better this way. I used to spend my nights out in a bar room. That's country. That dance song that he made. Um, sounds like that, that band at the Royal Rumble, Hardy. That was, Oh, Hardy was terrible. But yes, that is, your, that is the picture of new country music. So... These award shows and all this crap and look, it, the the reason why entertainers go to this, they don't care about these awards. Do you know what it means? Their 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 library gets such an amazing boost after these award shows because people will think, well, oh, I have to buy this because the Academy told me it was good, or the Grammys told me this was good. I mean, fucking Brian Adams was nominated for Best Rock Performance. Really? Brandy Carlisle won Best Rock Performance. Turnstile, never heard of them. Ozzy Osbourne, okay, he was nominated. I know he won an award. Best Metal Performance. Hey, you metalheads out there. Degradation Rules. Ozzy Osbourne. Best metal performance. Megadeth was also nominated. Best rock album, patient number nine, Ozzy Osbourne. Now, see, this is one I would have listened to. Lucifer on the Sofa from Spoon. Machine Gun Kelly, nominated for a rock album. It's the end of the world, as we know it. The Arctic Monkeys. Ah. <sighs> I don't even want to go through this list. It's like a balloon-wielding elementary kids are writing these songs, right? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Zach's got a question. Uh, Arnie, explain to me why the music world loves Billie Eilish. Is this wonderful young artist? The girl looks like she's stoned and ready to go to bed all the time. Billie Eilish, I don't get. I, I don't get this Billie Eilish girl and her... Weird style. This, I guess it's this attitude that she's like pretending to have, like, oh, I just don't give a fuck. She's a person that gives away too many fucks, if you ask me. She's a part of this whole woke bullshit that's happening in our world. 
What do you got against the? I I don't know the Arctic Monkeys. I have nothing against them. I I just I I don't know them. So I, I, if I took a shot at them, I didn't mean to. I I try to only take shots at groups that really have shitty shitty names. And the Arctic Monkeys isn't that shitty shitty of a name. But it's just it, it's so amazing to me that we can be so far apart on so many things. I was talking with Christopher this morning. I was thinking about something. Love the movie Tombstone. Love it. It's a classic. It's one of the posters that hangs on my wall at home. It's one of the greatest westerns guy movies you can have. Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, uh, Val Kilmer. Can't leave out Val Kilmer. Amazing movie. Jason Priestley's even in it. It's a fucking great movie. Now, a few months later, after Tombstone was released, and I remember seeing Tombstone in the theaters in Reno. I was like, wow, this is good. This is real good. And then a few weeks later, Dad goes, he goes, hey, I want to go see that Wyatt Earp movie. You want to see it with me? I was like, yeah. And this was the Kevin Costner version of Wyatt Earp. Now, this was an epic movie. This movie was almost four hours long, which is what killed that movie. But I got to tell you, when it comes down to it, I love Val Kilmer, and I'm not putting Val Kilmer down at all. But the far more convincing role of cold-blooded killer that Doc Holliday actually was was done so much better by Dennis Quaid. Now, I'm not saying Val Kilmer was terrible. I'm not saying that at all, in my opinion. And if you want to throw the hat in the rate, look, look, I'll give you Val Kilmer, but you're going to have to give up Kurt Russell and give me Kevin Costner as Wyatt Earp. Because he did a hell of a job, too. Now, you can, you can keep everybody else from Tombstone in there. But man, oh man, and, but the, the world is so far apart on that. We can't even agree on who, who, who a great Doc Holliday, because people go, oh, Dennis Quaid sucked as Doc Holliday. No, he didn't. No, he was very, very good. Uh, he says, I'm your Huckleberry. Huckleberry, not bearer. Huckleberry. Berry with a Y, like Barry White. Now, before we uh, look, I, the, I'll get to the balloon stuff. And I, I knew I was going to end up doing this today because the second hour of the show that I, I planned out is way, way more fun stories than, than like news. And I figured today's a Monday. Let's just start with some fun stuff, shall we? Before we start with anything, oh, I'm going to take my moment right now. I am going to take my moment. If you thought that I was cocky and arrogant and, 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 and pompous about my knowledge of broadcasting before, then just wait. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! I'm the greatest man 
in the world. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. CBS has had at least one intervention with Tony Romo about his terrible performance. So to everyone who said, oh, Arnie, you just don't like him because you hated him as a quarterback. Well, I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Um, The New York Post reported that CBS met with Romo and spoke to him about needing to study more amid growing backlash over his performance on the air. Quote, Tony needs to study more. He needs to be better prepared. As you move away from the sidelines, you need to do more work. I know CBS is aware of this. They tried an intervention last offseason. They knew they anticipated this. That's a credit to them, the people in charge there. But it has never gotten better. The narrative out of CBS when Roma was getting all the publicity you heard from Nance's side and people from CBS and Nance was the one who created Romo. So the issue now isn't why Nance isn't helping Romo get to the next level. Because it's not Jim Nance's job. I told you, I told you, I told you he was a terrible broadcaster. And everybody said, no, Arnie, no. Arnie, you just don't like him because he didn't lead your team to a Super Bowl. Well, I do hate him for that, but I said he was a terrible broadcaster, and CBS said, Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! (laughs) I'm the greatest man in the world! Now, if I can get in my two cents here uh, to the last sentence read in this, uh, written in this story, do CBS executives eventually decide that they want to move on from Romo as soon as possible? Only time will tell. Well, let me just say. What a stupid question that is. What was that? What a stupid question that is. Yeah, yeah, you move on quick. You go, hey, Peyton Manning, you see how much Tom Brady got paid? We're going to make you even higher paid than him to come to the booth. And if not him, then they'll go after Brett Favre because Brett Favre is going to need some fucking money for some legal issues. You know, defrauding the government and all, like, of welfare money. But, uh, yes, when I saw that story, I, I almost did a special afternoon version on Friday when that story broke about Tony Romo. Oh, and it makes me tingle on the inside. ha, 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 ha. Uh, he did really say Huckleberry, a bit of nonsense, and the Huckleberry thing was a uh, Mandela effect. Tony could get to the next level in the game of football. Now he can't get to the next level as a broadcaster. Nope. I kind of went into a stream of consciousness myself after we were talking about Wyatt Earp and the amazing life he lived, the epic true story of American. The other great American who lived amazing lives would be great epic films. I'm confused on how a film about Theodore Roosevelt hasn't been made. Many others, too. Well, Christopher, before I answer that, let me let me do this because that that's a great point. And um, I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Now this is great. 
Morning, ass family. This is Alicia. Uh, I got great news. I put in for an on-call position at my hospital. Just gives me more flexibility in my making my work schedule around family events. I emailed my director regarding it, and she pulled me into her office today, and I was getting off and offered me the job. Well, that is fan-fucking-tastic. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! There you go. That's great news. Whitewash says congratulations, Alicia. Jim Nance and Peyton Manning, that's a strong booth. Boy, that, that's appointment television right there. Play the moose sound. Okay, uh, Alicia, this is for you. Today's uh, poop word of the day. And now it is time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go drop a deuce like a moose. People ask me if I recorded you doing that. No, no, that was just, that was all that. But uh, everybody's saying congratulations. Great news, Alicia. Now, in a story, in a feud that, that I didn't know I wanted and or needed. Oh, God almighty, this is the most spectacular, delicious feud in the history of time for me. Uh, Jim Candelaire and Peyton would be Prime TV, yes. Uh, Chaz, morning ass family. Have a great day, everyone. You too, Chaz. This is the feud that we didn't know that we needed. The feud is between Liam Neeson and Conor McGregor. Wait till you hear this. UFC, I can't stand. Why don't you just grab a beer bottle and hit the other guy over there? That's the next stage from UFC. That little... Lebron, Conor McGregor. Oh, please. He gives Ireland a bad name. Can't take it. This coming from the worst movie father in the history of time. Why don't you just grab a beer bottle and hit him? Well, that would pretty much end the sport then, Liam. Uh, Look, look, look. I got to say, I'm not... I, I, I like it, it, UFC. I like mixed martial arts. I, I, I do like it. But it, that would defeat everything there, Liam. If you grabbed a beer bottle, I'm sure that would be a, an instant disqualification. Now, he says that, that Conor McGregor embarrasses Ireland. Uh, look, I, I, don't, I don't hold him up as a prize. But I got to say, that's a, that's a lot coming from a guy that, now look, look. I ain't got no problems with Liam Neeson except the Taken franchise. You know, the franchise that put his ass way back on the map. I've had, I I have had an issue with this since the first Taken movie, and I saw it in the theaters. I reviewed it on the air, and I had this to say the first time that I was on the air about this damned movie. So Liam Neeson plays this former... I don't know, CIA, FBI, whatever kind of crazy spook position he was in for the federal government, and he was a badass. He was like the original Jason Bourne, but but he was wrangled in. So he's now retired. He's old. He's in the private sector where he protects, like, celebrities. If you've never seen the Taken movie, this is why I'm going to. 
I'm building up this character. This character is the ultimate badass. This character is like John Wick before John Wick. He's like Mr. Nobody before Mr. Nobody. If you never saw the movie Mr. Nobody with uh, Saul from Better Call Saul, see that movie. I watched it again this weekend. HBO had a free premiere weekend or free weekend. Boy, I, I played one of the songs today during the show, I, uh, during the, the opening of the show. I played a new song I found, um, and I finally got to see, I, I've never seen this, and I'm embarrassed as a Prince fan to say I never saw the follow-up to Purple Rain, which was Under the Graffiti Moon. And let me just say, Under the Graffiti Moon is probably the one of the ter- most terrible sequels I've ever seen. I, I, I'll just say that right now. But it did give us a great song, and we played it this morning uh, from, of course, and all a Prince's song in that movie, awful. And there was one hit from that movie, or it should have been, and it was this. And of course, it is the legendary Morris Day in the Time. Um, let's see. Congratulations, Alicia. Congratulations, Bestie. Liam versus Conor McGregor fighting with broken Jameson bottles. That's a pay-per-view I want to see. Well, so Taken is the story about this badass, right? And his daughter, who's graduating from high school or something, is invited on a trip to, to Paris with her, her, her best gal pal. He's like, well, uh, oh, okay, you can go. Now, his ex-wife is Famke Johnson, which we ain't going to believe that. Famke's way out of Liam Neeson's feet. So, um, so of course, they, the, the daughter goes over there, and they get spotted by some human traffickers, and they follow them back to their hotel, right? And, and the girls are getting ready, and she's on the phone with her daddy. And she says, Daddy, Daddy, somebody breaking in. And this man, this trained man, this man who has probably fought bad guys on the Gaza Strip, probably been in, in, in some terrible battles in Turkey. And by the way, thoughts are going out to those fine people in Turkey today. They had a huge earthquake there. Humongous 7.8 and then another one hit. So I didn't start the show with it because it's in a foreign country and we ain't ever going to Turkey. So, But, hey, good thoughts to those people. By the way. Ask family. Serious note here. Good vibes going out to your out. Your out's in the hospital today. I'm not going to say what it's for. I'll let her say all that kind of stuff. But good vibes going out to your out's way. Thinking about you. Um, so so he's on the phone with his daughter, and daughter's crying. She's like, Daddy, 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 these, these guys are going to kidnap us, and they're going to human traffic us. What should I do? And this man, who's been trained by the best of the best, Tells her, hide under the bed. Hide under the bed. Hide under the bed. There's four words I would never expect to hear from a highly trained, sophisticated killing machine. Hide under the bed. What the fuck? Can't you, I mean, can't you MacGyver something? Look here, where you at? You, you, oh, you're, you're, you're close to your bathroom? All right, get the, get the hairspray. 
uh, you got a lighter because I know you smoke dope. Okay, and that, now you need to fucking Molotov cocktail them. You spray the fucking Aquanet, psh, big flame. There you go. That's one way to get away from them. That's better than hide under the bed. And sure enough, she's on the phone with him and still talking while the bad guy's in the room. The bad guy's in the room. You're not supposed to make noise. Daddy, daddy, he's left. He left right one step out of the room. He left. Motherfucker heard you, stupid. He knows you're under the bed. And then daddy goes because he knows what kind of dumb fuck you are for saying that. See, Christopher just sent me something here. And he goes, well, they're going to take you now, honey. What? Wait wait a second. Hey, Dad, I know you're like, you know, 4,000 miles away from me, but uh, but Christ on a crutch, Dad. Uh, they're, 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 they're fixing to. Why is this not coming up? Hold on a second. Let me turn this thing off here. Do that. Let me go here. Let me go boom. Wants me to play this from Ted. Okay. Let's see. Come on. Oh. The scene from Ted where... I'd like to ask a few questions about this breakfast cereal. Uh, yeah. Yeah, box of tricks. That's right. I've been led to understand that tricks are exclusively for children. Is that correct? Well, I, I mean, they say uh, tricks are for kids in the commercials. Uh-huh. But... Uh-huh. And is that enforced by law? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's such a good scene. I don't know if I'm show busying you, but he had her hide under the bed to collect as much info as them as possible because he said you're going to be taken. He used that information to track him down. As a dad, this is one of my favorite movies of all time because there is zero fucking mercy for these monsters. Very true at the end when he finds, but come on. Is this the movie where they blindfolded him and he heard the fiddle player playing and he was like, oh, okay, well, I know where the fiddle player is in this land I've never been to. Liam Neeson is a terrible father until he gets to his child and he, he, he unleashes hell, which he should. They just got to the apartment in that moment and she wouldn't have a clue about the layout and the ins and outs and he knew that. You can just MacGyver that shit. No, if, if she's got hairspray and a lighter, she can fucking fight back. Then there was Taken 2 Electric Boogaloo. Where he let her get taken again? Didn't they have a Taken 3? Oh, but he's calling out Conor McGregor. He's calling him a leprechaun. This is the same guy that butchered the fucking English language in the Kentucky lexicon when he tried to play somebody from Kentucky in Next to Kin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he should have just used the force powers. If Liam Neeson and Jason Statham did a team-up, I might turn gay. Now, that would be a fantastic film. But, yes, uh, this is the feud that I didn't know that I wanted. Boy, but, oh, boy, I need it. I need it more than anything else in this world. All right, let's talk about this fucking balloon, shall we? Oh. This balloon that was shot down, and, and, and... 
did anybody else is anybody else getting this feeling from this? Oh, oh, hold on a second here. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, Biden says he wanted a Chinese spy balloon shot down as soon as possible. Well, why did he let it fly over for seven fucking days? By the way, there's another one that's on the uh, the other coast that's coming up. Oh, and there was one that crashed four months ago outside of Hawaii. Does anybody else feel like this? I'm sorry. You and I in a little toy shop Buy a bag of balloons with the money we've got Set them free at the break of dawn To one by one they were gone Back at base, box in the sun I mean, it hasn't been 99 balloons, has it? It sure feels like 99 loof balloons have been flying over America. Just replace the German for Chinese, and that, man, if I had the Chinese version of that song right now, I'd be giddy as a schoolgirl. Um, I tell Blake he, he's a tall Jason Statham. What I post on Facebook this weekend sums up. What, what did you post? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm in Facebook jail for a picture I put up of Hunter having a bunch of balloons. I've seen that. Bloom was a distraction of Pfizer admitting the jab is affecting the fertility of women. Okay. I'm in Facebook jail for the picture I put up of Hunter Biden hanging from a bunch of... That's crazy. Just like China found out uh, what a cold like COVID could do to the world, look what they did uh, with a chunk of fucking inflated rubber. They disrupted disrupted the U.S. and made us look like total fucking chicken shits. China is 2-0 and in the last four years on testing us. Oh, Ogre, you know what? I'm glad you said that, and you get the first big one of the week. Correct the mundo. Um, yeah, Cowboys girl, look, Facebook right now is going to, I, I don't know what they're doing. They're, they're a bunch of weirdos because Braddy Kid a few weeks ago, she just quoted the president in, in saying this, and, and I'm not kidding. She just... She wrote the words up there when she wrote. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Now, she was, she was in jail for a day for that. I put up the actual video and nothing happened to me. I was kicked off Facebook last week for a day and I didn't realize it until I tried to post something later on, on one of the pages. Um... Something that I posted uh, four months ago, four or five months ago during a live feed, uh, uh, Slater's Ding-A-Wing was doing a live feed from one of their food truck uh, stops. And I always try, if, if Jay does something, I always try to be a part of it, you know, because I, I love Jay and I like promoting his business as much as I can. And Jay was on the camera and I just put, show me your tits. Well, Facebook flagged that, and they said, you can either uh, take this post down or you can, you know, be suspended for... uh," And I took it down. I thought I took it down. Well, I guess I didn't take it down. And then they hit me with a... a, a, a And I was like, huh? I I didn't care. I mean, they're all idiots. 
Fuck Facebook. I agree. Brandon Kidd was naughty. I had to come to hard times. Releasing a terrorist who had his hands in planning 9-11 was released while everyone was looking in the sky at a balloon. Oh, yeah. Look, look. The, the balloon thing, now that I know it's been happening for months, and they, they tried to say, well, it happened on Donald Trump's watch, and Donald Trump, I, I don't know if that's true. I haven't looked into it. If it happened, well, he fucked up then, too. But here's my big question. Why do you shoot it down over the water? Now, I know that they said, well, we don't know if there's any radioactive debris in there or, or any kind of biological weapons in there. Um, so you're just going to pollute the water. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the wonderful people at, you know, you know Save a Whale are, are, are happy about that. Did you not shoot it down because you didn't want to see what intelligence they had on us? Is that why? It, it, because because it might have led back to something that maybe your son has done by selling some secrets to the 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 Chinese and to our 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 people that we hate, our enemies. Could it be any of that? Could it be what Ogre says? Could this just be another giant test to make us look like a bunch of idiots and just wait until the real attack happens? And what's the real attack? Oh, I'm scared to think about what the real... And this is why I don't want to ask what's next. Now, I want you to think about COVID. How everything was shut down. What's the one thing that we had... Hold on a second. I got plugged in this phone. Yes, hello. Hey, I have a dumb question. Okay. Why couldn't we, like, why did we shoot it down and not just go up there and, like, pluck it out of the sky? Like, can we not do that? I know that you can't just roll your window down in the airplane and, like, grab the balloon, but I think, we don't have, like, something to grab that balloon out of the sky and pluck it out? I think where it was flying, where this balloon was flying was was even too high for some of our planes to, to fly. It was, it was flying around sixty to 70,000 feet in the air. And commercial aircraft only goes to about 30,000. And military aircraft can go anywhere between 40 and 50. So it was flying a little high. That could be one of the reasons. But it, it's a good question. I mean, I figured maybe we could save the device and see what they were looking at. Exactly. You would think. But, right. no, Goodbye. that didn't happen. Um... They knew about this balloon over the fucking Pacific. They could have shot it down then. But the excuses and the lame, fine China aim was, uh, quote, Stewie Griffin, duh. It was fucking in in our routine. A piece of rubber made everyone go apeshit. So his dad says, good morning, Arnie. All the Trump administration has denied any balloons from China during his time as president. I can almost guarantee that there is any evidence of that. Biden's morons would have published it by now. Somebody said the 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 Trump balloons were debunked already. Okay. They shot it down over the water so they can recover and exploit it. Only if they can find it if it doesn't sink. We're not shooting it down because Biden's in bed with China. Okay. Should have hit it with a laser. Let it deflate and slowly fall to the ground. Our, quote, leadership, and I use that loosely, is too cowardly to disrupt the money flow in and out of China. 
They're making too much money and making economics go south even more than it is so they can catapult to China. Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. But over Montana and Missouri, it dropped 30,000 feet. It should have been shot down in Alaska. I Look, man, it should have been shot. We should have known the first time one of these crashed four months ago off the coast of Hawaii. Like, hey, why are your balloons over here, motherfuckers? Now, once again, once again, let's not be too, too, too mean to the Chinese because they got caught. You know why? Because their spy equipment is made at wish. We have the same technology that's spying on them. We're doing the exact same thing. But when you get caught, see, that's the problem is there's consequences when you get caught. Everything's legal until you get caught. Ask O.J. Simpson. Shoot it down over Canada. What are they going to do? Yeah, they'll build a hockey rink around it, eh? Um, but 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 getting back to something, I, I, I was uh, before the phone call. Uh, where was I going with that? Uh, let's see. Shoot it down when it was over Canada. Uh, man, oh man, where was I going? Sometimes I, I I lose myself in my brain. I liked all the funny things that were written on the balloon. That, that people put up in memes. Uh, what I was laughed at is our amazing F-22, the greatest of all air superior flights in the world. Its first air kill was a Chinese weather balloon. <laughs> no shit. Um, this just proves once again that this, this administration, oh, I know where I was going to go. This administration is very, very weak. Now, this is another thing. I was asking you about COVID. You remember COVID? When COVID happened, everything shut down. But not everything. What's the one thing? I'll ask you, ass family. I've got the music. What's the one thing that COVID didn't shut down? on such a global stage, Alicia, we are all happy that it did not shut down your mouth. The one thing that COVID didn't shut down, government, fast food, liquor stores, weed dispensaries, Meghan Markle's magical twat, what is government, my wife's mouth, no, no, the one thing it did not shut down was the internet. Amazon's the closest one I saw there, Scott. Straight Fire says the border. Newsom's winery. So is Blake's. Okay, all right, you people and your dirty talk on here. Um, If you want to really cripple America, and I mean cripple America, well, everybody who's under the age of, I would say, 45, 
You want to cripple us? Shut down the internet. Now, look, I'm very happy that COVID didn't shut down the internet because, well, I broadcast every day. If they do something to disrupt the internet and cause an outage of the internet for a day or two, a week, oh, we'll be in the streets rioting. We'll, we'll, We'll be killing each other. Never we become, we are all internet junkies. I worked more during the lockdown than I did before it happened. Yeah, it was a test run for an EMP blast. Uh, Go ahead and shut down the internet. I've amassed so many memories and images of porn that my hand will do just fine. Oh, I oh look. But everybody used the internet for everything. They're banking. Well, think about the banking system. All online. Look, look. It would be a catastrophe among. It, it would be. I think that would be. That would be like somebody setting off a nuclear bomb. That's exactly what it would be like if we lost the Internet. Losing the Internet today is like saying we're going to outlaw oil. Have you all seen those commercials the the oil companies are putting out about everything that disappears with no fossil fuels? I love it. It's one of my favorite commercials out there. Keyboard warriors in the streets fuck around and find out. Oh, they'll be staying at home. They'll be staying at home because they don't want to find out. They're going to be staying at home crying to people. Why is the internet out? Think about your kids. Think about no social media. Oh, it's a grand thought. And, And look, I use social media as much as the next person. But man, oh man, a world without social media... Sounds pretty fucking good. I work on cell towers, had to keep the masses of asses connected. Yes, see, and you did. And if something were to happen to disrupt that, oh, my God. America would lose its shit. It'd be like that in the movie Batman, the original one with Michael Keaton, where you saw the news anchors, they came to work, and they were all unshaven and everything because all the products had fucking... We wouldn't know what to do anymore. But that's why I don't ask what's next. Because I truly, truly don't want to know what's next. Because when you ask questions like what's next, you get answers like this. This is not a joke. This is... This is how stupid people are in this country. On Wednesday, Tom Brady announced that he was retiring from the NFL. Um, he, he retired outside of his house, I guess, where, somewhere in Florida, sitting on the beach, didn't break down. I, I thought it was quite the, the, the good thing. Uh, no internet. I got a huge DVD collection of my 1985 Nintendo Entertainment System. Still works like brand new. I'm good. How do you think you're going to get electricity, Christopher? Hmm? You don't think the power grid's run by the internet? 
You don't think everything runs online in this country now? Why does it run online? Well, because it won't leave such a big footprint. I appreciate that you have a huge DVD collection and, and you figured it out. You're not going to have electricity. You're not going to have phone lines. Not for at least a while. I'm not saying it's gone forever. But if that is the next stage, they might catch us with our pants down. As they have now twice before, if you look back on Ogre's math, and he's correct, two plus zero is two to nothing. I regret getting rid of my... Look, hey, I'm glad that you guys can watch your DVDs without any power. And and look, I'm not a generator salesman. I'm not... I'm not uh, but where are you going to get the gas from? Because all those pumps are operated with computers. That's right. Now, now, I'm sure that we have backup after backup after backup after backup after firewall after backup firewalls that'll protect us. I hope. Saying. But see, it, it, and it would probably be somebody like this that figured it out, this, this person who actually bid on Tom Brady's retirement sand. No, no, that, that I'm not misspeaking there. Um, someone is auctioning off a bottle of sand from the beach where he made his retirement video, and the price has skyrocketed to a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> $100,000 for sand that you don't really know if it was at Tom Brady's beach. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, tissue from Lionel Messi's Barcelona farewell that was sold. Um, a user by the name of Dipshit went on eBay to sell the sand. I posted a picture of the bottle in the sand with the same buildings in the background were featured in Brady's retirement video. They also included a picture of New York Times paper dated February 1st. Um, Gadget gets 100% positive feedback. Just no, no. Triple Mama 5, good morning to you. Um... I've been buying real books lately, so to read once we go dark. There you go. That's a great way to do it. Just do it during the daytime or by candle. The good Darren says, people are really fucking dumb. If there's no electricity, I'll do what our pioneer forefathers did. It beat the kids to deal with frustrating bosses. There you go. You'll have electricity because they have diesel generators to run the plants if they go out, but water probably not because they can't monitor chemicals that clean them. So there you go. You ain't got no water neither. Kind of a problem. A little bit of a problem. 
somebody selling sand, it, it, but but somebody if somebody if somebody buys it, man, they deserve they deserve to get crabs or something. I mean, seriously, you don't buy sand. That's just stupidity. Oh, I've got lots of stupid stories today. I mean, I I'm in a mood too. I mean, I'm in a good mood, but just a mood. I had this story on Friday. Look, this Netflix thing where the, the, the password sharing, I've already figured out a way around that. Look here, if 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 you're if you share your passwords, whatever. Good. I, I don't care. It's just a way so they can write more residual checks for these stars who get paid, you know, four cents for a movie they did twenty years ago, but you have to pay them. So now Netflix, they, they're cracking down on people who hand out their passwords. There's an easy way around this. Just say you have multiple residents. I keep them logged in at all times because I don't remember all the logins. That's why I keep them logged in. I, I have them all over the country. I have homes all over the country. So I have to get new, I, new Netflix for every home that I have. Well, I don't think I want your product anymore. There you go. Y'all, y'all are welcome. That's your way around that. Uh, yes, Trump Mom 5, I'm in the middle of two really good books and have a couple more when I'm done. Also, who doesn't love puzzles? Oh, me. I don't love puzzles. I love the Internet not going down. That's what I love because then, then I can't broadcast. But, yes, I do not love puzzles. Puzzles are too easy to figure out. All right, let's see. There, 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 there. Okay. I'm I'm gonna wait on that. Uh, let's see. Is this one okay? We're gonna we're gonna do that in the next break here. Okay. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tr- tackle the trans issue in the next break because Jesus Christ, man, it, it's just getting more ridiculous. Um. Sad news to report on the, the hopeful outcome of Alec Baldwin. A weapons specialist throws Alec Baldwin under the bus saying he was, quote, on his phone during weapons training. Well, well, this is getting ugly in a hurry. <laughs> Armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the other uh, person being charged with uh, involuntary manslaughter, told investigators that Baldwin was scheduled to partake in training session on handling weapons for at least an hour, but due to his constant distractions, the lesson was cut short and only lasted 30 minutes. Along with Baldwin, Gutierrez-Reed was also charged with two felony counts of involuntary manslaughter. Whoops. Boy, that didn't take long, did it? Well, uh, Alec was so bothered and so busy that he only did 30 minutes, and he was on his phone the whole time. Um, According to the statement of probable cause for prosecuting Baldwin, there was no need for him to fire the 45 Colt. During rehearsals, it was also determined by a consult with expert armorers that in the rehearsal, a plastic gun or replica should be used and no firing of blanks required. The document states Baldwin has previously denied 
Pulling the trigger. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Alex going to jail. Well, he won't. He'll just be a convicted felon, and he will never be able to vote again. I think that's great. Is tackle the tra- is tackle the trans PC for smear the queer? <laughs> you know what? We'll talk about that next. Seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio One at gmail.com. I worked the rigs from three to midnight on the Corpus Christi Bay. I'd get off and drink till daylight Sleep the morning away I'd plan to take my wages Leave the rigs behind for good But that life, it is contagious And it gets down in your blood I lived in Corpus with my brother we're always on the run We were bad for one another But we were good at having fun We got stoned along the seawall We got drunk and rolled a car We knew the girls at every dance hall Had a tab at every bar If I could live my life all Stay sober on the Corpus Christi Bay. My brother had a wife and family. You know he gave him a good home. But his wife thought we were crazy. And one day we found her gone. We threw her clothes into the car trunk. Her photographs, her rosary. We went to the pier and got drunk And threw it all into the sea If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay brother lives in Houston He married for the second time He got a good job with the union And it's keeping him in line He came to Corpus just this weekend It was good to see him here He said he finally gave up drinking Then he ordered me a beer if I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway 
There it is. All right.
come and change just like the leaves Red oaks in the carnation wind goes into effect bye bye netflix is gonna laugh i'm gonna laugh my ass off when they go out of business look the 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 whole sharing of the password thing look everybody does the only thing that we don't the only password we keep is our fucking pin numbers usually people are doing this on all streaming platforms look until the streaming platform says you can only use a a a you know when you first sign up for it it says you can only use it on one or two devices then, then they're screwed. Netflix didn't have that, and they've got this. And, and look, they're going to change their policy, and it's still not going to work. People are going to still share there. And, and I'm with Christopher. Netflix is about the sorriest of the streamers out there. Paramount, by far, it, it, in my opinion, I, I don't have HBO Max. But Paramount Network, for me, is by far the superior one. Hulu's kind of turned into a little crappy service, too. Paramount, I, I think Paramount and HBO are going to be the way to go into the future on this. Paramount just has a lot of really good shows on there. New episode of 1923 was released yesterday. I watched it. Eh, kind of a, a, a stay-in-place episode. Not really a lot happening there to welcome us back to the series since they've taken three weeks off, the dicks. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown, another kind of just stay in place episode. Not, not, not a whole lot happened. Well, at the end it did, and I ain't gonna ruin that. Netflix can go out of business once Cobra Kai is done. That will be this summer. Now, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna change the bus route here. We're gonna get off the streaming services, and we're gonna go down that wonderful world. Uh, and, and and by the way, I, I'm saying it today. Enough is enough. Done. Putting the foot down. I'm finally watching The Sopranos. Wow. That's HBO Max there. 
this 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 transgender movement we we, we need to put uh i don't want to say a halt to it but we we need to put a halt in the ending of people that question the transgender movement Hangtown Jen says, I'm so mad at Hulu. I paid for the Hulu Live, and when we moved, it didn't transfer. No customer support, no live TV. No matter how many times I remove my information and start over, it does not. Oh, that sucks. So it charged me full price for nothing. I'm so over Hulu. Fucking challenge the charge. Just get rid of it. Bastards. This trans movement, and it was funny because before we went to the break, not gay ass gay guy says, um, is tackle the, uh, tackle the trans PC for smear the queer. And I had to explain to the uh, to the spawn the other day what smear the queer was. Smear the queer had nothing to do with gay. It was just the person that caught the ball. You didn't have enough people, or you didn't want to play team football. You just wanted to throw the ball up, and it, it, this was a stupid boys game. And boys all over America played it. You throw the ball straight up in the air, and whoever catches it or runs with it, you run to one of the end zone when, like, nine people are trying to just beat the living shit out of you. That was Smear the Queer, or now Tackle the Trans. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that would be PC enough. But I'm tired of the PC-ness. I, I, I'm tired of it all. I, like, like I said, uh, this morning I was, uh, I'm in this stream of consciousness because I was working on the stand-up show, An Evening with Arnie States. Uh, they got Law & Order on Paramount. I only have Hulu account, so I can watch Law & Order and Golden Girls. Uh, I, I don't know if they have, uh, you know, oh, oh, you know what? Peacock. I'm sorry, I love Peacock, too. They, look, Peacock, as long as WWE stays there, and they have all the law and orders. I, I got I went down a rabbit hole of the blacklist last week. James Spader's fantastic in that show. I like that show a lot. But, uh, yeah, Peacock. Uh, Peacock is a strong one. If you if you dump your uh, your Netflix, I suggest getting Peacock. I'm, I believe that it, – Golden Girls was an NBC show, and it would be on there as well. So going down the road of this transgender shit, this happened in Virginia at the Appomattox County High School in Central Virginia. The parents are Michelle and Roger Blair. They said that their daughter, Sage, was allowed to change her name to Draco and use the boys' restroom without them being told. I asked this question a couple weeks ago um, about when did teachers become activists? Growing up, I can remember the teachers that I hated the most. My my most hated teacher was my third grade teacher, Mrs. Yates. She was a bitch until my my junior year, sophomore, junior year, uh, no, senior year English teacher, Miss Holder. Oh, I hated that bitch. That bitch hated me too. But they were never they were never activists for anything. 
They were never they, they never had a quote unquote cause. When did the causes start happening with teachers? Like I I, 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 I admire teachers a lot. One of my best friends and, and ass family member who I will not out. Um I, I, I won't out in my name, but Woo! um his mom was a school teacher forever. I, I remember going to her class and reading to her class. Told the class my favorite song was Shout at the Devil. That was kind of a fucked up thing. Um, but I don't remember her being an activist. I don't remember any of my teachers like holding anything. I mean, I told you the story about Miss Wilson, my seventh grade teacher, a couple weeks ago. She didn't hold anything back from my dad that I was messy and that I wasn't passing the class, let alone that I was going to transition into a man. A 14-year-old girl was allowed to use the boys' restroom. When all those 14-year-old boys had been going to school with this girl for all, for all of their years of school, they know her as a girl. You're now asking this adolescent mind, and I'm not talking about the girl here or the soon-to-be boy, because I still think that the needs of the many outweigh those of the few. And now what we're trying to tell all these adolescent age boys that now this is a girl. You have to switch everything that you remember or this girl is now a boy. Here's a problem. This is a dangerous age. 14, 15 years old. I don't want to ask this question, but because it grosses me out. What happens when this girl's in the boys' restroom and her Aunt Flo shows up for the first time? How do you think that's going to be dealt with in the boys' bathroom? Hmm? Oh, oh, let, let, let me tell you. Um, with a bunch of, ooh, gross, what's that? Oh, my God, you're bleeding. Are you going to die? Boys at the age of 14 will not be open. They're not open-minded young men. Boys at 14 are pretty closed-minded, mean, ruthless little shits. We've all seen them. We've all dealt with them. Not every single one of them, but there's enough. Uh, Blacklist is my favorite, but I'm partial to James Spader. James Spader gives me the creeps, but he's a great actor. He gives me the creepies, though. Lesson Zero in the movie Crash, where people have sex with wounds from car accidents. Look it up. First ever NC-17 movie, and I saw it in the theater. The trans girl, boy, whatever, is going to find out the truth. The boys re- in restrooms. We share recipes and discuss chamber music. Shh. Ogre? Shh. God damn it. You know, you know the rules. We aren't supposed to share that. She's going to walk into the boys' restroom. It's going to be the cleanest thing she's ever seen. With copies of uh, architectural uh, aficionado in there. Chamber music monthly. 
no feminist government teacher telling you about presidency and how it's his, her responsibility? Well, government teachers, okay. I, I, I Okay. Maybe a little bit there. Oh, yeah, you got me. Okay. That's not a bad one, gay item. But I'm talking about something like this. This isn't about government. This isn't trying to get them. Look, because we know that most kids are going to grow up when they're 18. They're going to be liberal because they're open-minded and they're stupid. I, I mean, this is what the, the, the vice president of the United States did say this seriously. What else do we know about this population, 18 through 24? They are stupid. That's all you need to hear. That's all you need to hear. And they were dumber even before they got to 18. Um, the difference between boys and girls at 14 is boys are mean to you, uh, to your face. Girls talk about you behind your back. Well, and boys react differently. So let me just tell you this right now. The thing that, and, and by the way, I, I don't care how the girl is treated. And I, what I care about is this teacher doing it behind the parent's back. This whole behind the back thing is where I have a problem with everything. If it's so good and it's so right and it's so on the up and up, why don't you, in, why don't you include the, the, the family? Hmm? Well, the family might not want that. Well, then you have to go with what the family goes with then. Because I'll tell you this right now. I know I got in trouble a long time ago for saying I'd throw a shoe at my child if they wanted to wear a dress. It was a joke. If my kid wanted to go through that, I would have a long sit-down conversation and find out as much as I could why they feel this way. And if they truly, truly, truly felt this way, I would support them in every way once they made it to the age of 18. You want to start taking all the blockers and stuff at 18? I can do nothing about it. But under my responsibility and my watch, I'm sorry. I don't think that you're making the right decision. And it's my job as your parent to make the correct decisions for you when it comes to big decisions like this. Why is it wrong that we teach our kids to use condoms? Because procreation is just natural, right? Why is it? Why do we hand out condoms at school? I mean, procreating should be the most natural thing out there. Schools were the first social media that's ever out there, if we think about it. And it used to work really well. We used to have, you know, schools that, that educated children. But now we're not educating, we're indoctrinating children. And we're going to get to the point where we, the only way back is going to be very, very detrimental to all those that supported this. Now, I started with that story because it was in the schools. Well, this is where it's going. Um, let's see. Holy shit, that bitch got something right for once. 
because as a parent, you don't want to raise your teenage offspring's baby as the teenager isn't going to be ready for the parent themselves. Oh, uh, Douglas, I understand. I get it. I totally understand. But once again, once again, we teach them that responsibility, but not this one. Oh, you can be whoever you want. No, you can't. I'm sorry to tell you, you can't be anything that you want to be. If that if that's shocking and and appalls you to the point where you don't want to listen, I understand. Hey, no no hard feelings here, but I'm here to tell you, you can't do anything that you want to do. You can't. In my lifetime, I'll tell you this right now. I can almost say that, and this isn't me being a chauvinist. This isn't me being a pig, but I will say, I guarantee that a woman will never be a quarterback in a Super Bowl game won't happen now your little girl can dream about it all she wants ain't gonna happen well maybe not in the traditional sense does the name bethany hamilton ring any bells to anybody Bethany Hamilton if you don't remember who she is she was the very very first person who started me thinking, nature is not your friend because of... <laughs> Bethany Hamilton was the young girl in Maui who was out surfing one day, and a shark decided, hey, that little girl's arm looks delicious, so... <laughs> and bit off her arm. Now, stupidly, she's gotten back in the water and she's become a professional surfer. Okay. You, you, you didn't get the hint, huh? Oh, I'm going to have to do that story. Lawrence Taylor lists top five defensive players of all time. Well, we're going to go do that, too. Um, she's in the World Surf League. And she has um, she is speaking out on new rule changes. By the way, Joe and Joe Murphy and I are going to talk about new rule changes in Major League Baseball this year that are stupid. Do you think the Smashing Pumpkins song "Disarm" was written in her honor? Possibly. There's a rule change this year in the new World Surf League that says. Newly transitioned uh, females into males can or, 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 or males into females can participate. Here is Bethany Hamilton speaking on it. Let's see. Um, hold on. Wait a second here. But this oh. concerns me as a professional athlete that has been competing in the World Surf League events for the past 15 plus years. And I feel that I must speak up and stand up for those in position that may feel that they cannot say something about this. But this concerns me as a professional um, that has been competing in the world. Okay, she's done a couple of these. I personally won't be competing in or supporting the World Surf League if this rule remains. Wow. Here's a woman. Now, look, look I, 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 I kid a lot when it comes to nature not being your friend. 
she's the ultimate story of redemption. This is a woman who had her arm ripped off as a child surfing, doing what she loves, and then turned it into a profession by spitting in the face of fear, saying, fuck that, which I would never do because, well, it's the ocean. And now they're going to allow men to surf against women? Okay. All right. You want some backlash? Let's get some backlash. This is horseshit. Now you're taking food out of women's mouths? I, I don't understand this backlash towards women. Like, if I were a woman today, I would fucking hate the world. Because the world fucking hates real women. I don't. I think real women are the most important things on earth. They provide a life. And we're, uh, we, look, women have been treated like second-class citizens forever. And now we're, 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 once women, man, they've made their way. We, we had a woman run for president. I mean, I, they say she's a woman, but we'll see. And then all of a sudden, it's this war on women. Like, it's not important to be a woman anymore. Sassy Pammy says they're actually taking back everything women fought for. <laughs> Men are taking over, ladies, LOL. Well, here, here you go. Okay, so since it's in the World Surf League, I am ready to see the first transgender WNBA player. Let's go. Bubba. like a fucking camel. He's French. I I, I don't understand this. I, okay. All right. I, hey, I'm cool with that. Let's go. And, and, and by the way, if I was the owner of a WNBA team, I would be ashamed of myself first and foremost. Because, well, well, I'm not going to tell anybody that I own, you know, the, 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 the Poughkeepsie periods. Come on down. <laughs> it, it's summer's eve night tonight at the arena. Shaq in a wig running the court. Look, if I'm the owner of a WNBA team, I, I fucking go out to a college where or, or to where guys that just missed the, the NBA. And I go, hey, if all you guys want to pretend like you're being chicks, because nobody can question you on this. I'll sign y'all. I'll pay y'all, uh, you know, the, the league maximum, which is what, or me, like $200,000. Look, we're going to pay you $200,000 to play basketball against women. I'm going to tell you this right now. That men's team goes undefeated. That men's team breaks every WNBA record there is to break. That men's team wins the world championship in, in what do they play, three out of five? They shouldn't be doing four out of seven. I mean, that's just ridiculous. If it's four out of seven, they win four straight. I'm in favor. I'm in favor. Let's do the same for women's professional hockey that they have. Call them the Detroit Drags. 
Brittany Griner is already uh, in the, the WNBA. Why not? Oh, here's another one, too. All you gals on the LPGA tour, your time is over. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. In a lot of these, if you don't know how the world of golf works, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. This is how the world of golf works. A lot of these guys get sponsors, and they sponsor them throughout the season, meaning they pay for their hotel, they pay for their travel, they pay for their caddies travel, they pay for all that stuff, they pay for tournament entry fees, and they they get a cut of your winnings. Well, if I'm an investor, I find the guy who who finished third in the U.S. men's amateur, and I go, hey, tell you what I'm going to do. You start playing on the ladies' tour, I'll pay you a million. To, I will pay every fee you have. And you win every single tournament. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I'll dominate it. I didn't even hit one shot. I can ruin all sports. But what good is that going to do? Is that going to get young girls interested in sports? Is there some girls out there that... What if we did this for science? Don't we want to encourage girls to get into science? I, I, I just, I have to shake my head at all this. And I bring up the science part because a lot of kids get their start playing video games. And they, they find cool things and they want to do stuff. Well, The Sims. I've never been a fan of The Sims. I've never built a Sim City. I've never done any of that kind of stuff because, well, I like violent games. But now, Sims 4 has added an option for child characters to have top surgery scars and chest binders months after adding they-them pronouns. Why are we changing everything for something that is less than 1% of our population? Why are we doing this? You're putting chest scars on there? Because some kid is going to go, oh, man, look at me. I can have chest scars now. It's really me. Normalizing kids getting sterilized. Yeah, I mean, look what we've done to these people that have opinions. And and I'm surprised that Bethany Hamilton is getting supported. I mean, not by not by. Of course, we're going to support her because we we support people like J.K. Rowling's as well. At least I do on this show, and that's why I say we because it's me and the show. But uh, I support J.K. Rowling's and her opinions her opinions on what she thinks a woman is because, well, she was born a woman. This whole idea where these people, and, and by the way, I have something for you. I have your way to fight back. If you ever get stuck in a stupid fucking argument with these people and they're not screaming at the top of their lungs because that's how some of those people argue, 
if they were actually willing to have a conversation, which good luck with you, that. If you can get them riled up enough and they say, oh, you're just an angry white man, white woman, white whatever, black man, black whatever, you look at them and you go, how dare you assume my gender? And you've caught them. You have caught them. Did you just assume that I'm a woman or I'm a man? How dare you? And you'll see it right away. They will catch themselves. So be like, oh, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And then you own them. You own them because you caught them in their own stupid argument. And if they don't do that and they don't back down, then their argument holds no ground because they're coming after you. I know that Alicia sent me something uh, from, like, what you have to fill out now, like all the different pronouns, and I know that we've gone over it on the show. This is going to be a hard truth time right now um, for a lot of people. Not, not the ass family, because the ass family gets it. The hard truth is this. There's all these people that have these specialized, different fucking, you know, monograms, non-binary. I'm here to tell you one thing and one thing only. You're not fucking special. I'm sorry that mommy and daddy put so much emphasis and told you just how special you are, but you're not. You might be special to them, but to the world, you are just another thing that eats, breathes, sleeps, and poops. That's all you are. You're an animal on this planet. Now, if you want to be an animal that does whatever you want to your body, you go right ahead. But this forced acceptance that you're putting upon us, Look, it, it, the forced acceptance and then the beatdown that comes along with it if you don't accept it. It, it, it boggles the mind. One question, are you a hermaphrodite? Uh, it's body mod if you're not a hermaphrodite, period. Pretty much. Um, and it used to be deemed a mental health issue. And now, oh, it's just normalized that everybody is transitioning. I saw some I saw some onliner. See, these are like these creators. Oh, I have, you know, and I don't have nearly. I, I At one time, I had 140,000 people following me on TikTok. I still, that's TikTok. No, I don't give a shit about that. I care about the people that listen to me here. That was just a way to get those people to come to the show. It's called It's called marketing. And they took that away from me. Well, that's fine. Now I'm working my way back up. I've had a couple good weeks. But let me tell you something real quick. To all you influencers out there, to all you people that have 50, 100,000 people following you, 200,000 people following you, you are not a celebrity. Let me repeat, you are not a celebrity. You are TikTok famous. Celebrities have talent.
You lip-syncing to some dirty movie is not talent. Anybody can do it. And you gals out there that do that and you, and you put your little hoe outfit on and you got your fucking tits hanging out and your ass hanging out, hey, great, yeah, that's going to get a lot of fucking views from a bunch of 13-year-old boys that are jacking off to you. I'm swiping up because I'm tired of it. I want to see something that intrigues me on there. You know why I don't stop on the fucking girl videos on TikTok? It's because I know I'm not going to see an areola. I know that I'm not going to see a butthole. 13-year-old boys don't realize that. They, they still haven't gotten to Playboy. I, I should start a lot younger because with the internet, kids are probably watching porn at 8. Yeah. Desert Runner says preach it, A-I-G, yeah. And I'm not saying I'm a celebrity or anything like that. I was at the lowest rung of celebrities. I was a morning show DJ. I'm a shock jock at that. We were right below rodeo clowns. But people recognize us, and of course, I, I, I love my fans. I love the fans that listen. But these people, see, and here's the thing. Here's the real, here's the truth. I saw one of these influencers show up at some kind of high school basketball game or some bullshit, and this girl's got like 100,000 followers. And some kid knew that she was coming and wanted to get her autograph, and she just walked right by him. Like he didn't even exist. <sighs> Boy, that's a way to kill your quote-unquote brand because everybody has now a brand. By the way, you do not have a brand. If you have, have 30,000 followers, you do not have a brand. You're somewhat interesting. How about that? Just take that. There's a girl who does a food blog here in Dallas. I follow her. You know why? Because she goes to restaurants I don't know about. And it watching these food videos on TikTok, it makes me understand the movie The Menu even more. And it, one of the people in that, it, these foodies, foodies make going out to eat so much not fun. I mean, they all oh, look at the smoke ring around this brisket. Shut up. Have you ever made a brisket? Oh, you never made a brisket? You just go, oh, you, because you, you, you've read something? Motherfucker, you couldn't tell me a good brisket from a bad brisket. And I don't give a fuck if it's got smoke rings on there or not. The, the, it comes down to the taste. Uh, I, will stop, I, I will say this right now, and I, will, I haven't had it at all yet. I'm, I'm trying it at a couple other places. If you like cheddar cheese and jalapeno uh, Polish sausage, you ain't got to look any further than Dickie's. Dickies is the best fucking, I, I, and I'm not kidding about that. Dickies is the best. And everybody says, wait a second, Arnie, you got Terry Black's. You've got Hutchins down there. You got this, you got, yes. And I've had them at those places, and it's good. Nobody's as good as Dickies, though. The end. I don't know why I'm talking about barbecue, but I'm talking about it now. Um, a step rodeo clowns. <laughs> I'm dying. No, that's what we were. I mean, come on. But these influencers, they think they're hot shit. You're not. Because you have some weird third-tier alcohol company that wants to sponsor you. Hey, and yes, I'm bitter about it because I'd love them to sponsor me too. 
But see, here's where you're dumb. That company would call me and go, hey, we want to send you 500 cases of this. Well, I'd be like, no, how about you just send me the money? What am I going to do with 500 cases of fucking some sort of pina colada concoction that's in a Pepsi? I don't want that. That sounds gross. Dickies has okra for I fucking hate okra. Oh, God. That is, oh, bleh. Okra and black-eyed peas. Fuck that shit. Grits, you can have it all. I need to try to smoke a brisket in. My first uh, try was edible, but meh. I, I won't do it. It's just too long, and there's too much work involved. But the idea that we can't say anything to these people who are transitioning, who are doing all this kind of stuff, saying, hey, that might be a bad idea. Well, you're canceled. What do you think a woman is? Well, this is what I thought. Oh, you think that's a woman? Well, you don't. You, do you realize that you Then this is my favorite. We heard this last week uh, when, when they tried to cancel Aretha Franklin's uh, natural woman. No, that's real. If you weren't here to hear it, yeah, go back and listen to last week. Um, they want to cancel that song. They want Apple and Spotify to pull that song off because it causes violence against trans women. Now, I'm willing to do this, but I need a financial investor. I am willing to go to every police department in America. Okay? This, I'm going to need a big financial backer here. And I want to search through all, every single record that they have and see if, in fact, the cause for trans, trans violence, I just need to find one, is because somebody listened to Aretha Franklin's Natural Born Woman, or Natural Woman, whatever the fucking song is. The song causes violence against... No trans person has ever been assaulted to that song. Hold on a second. Let, let, me, let me amend that statement. No trans person has ever been assaulted because of that song. It might have been on in the background somewhere when somebody's in a fight. You, you can't hold me to that. Sir, why'd you assault her? Well, I heard it in Aretha Franklin song. You see, and they say all these things cause violence. And this, Tommy was on last Monday, and he, he and I talked about this. Andrew Dice Clay was our favorite comedian growing up, still one of my all-time favorites. And one of the very, very first victims of being canceled was Andrew Dice Clay. And if you watch this terribly awful show be called uh, Dark Side of Comedy, they go on to eviscerate Dice Man saying that his comedy led to violence against women. I asked Tommy on the air, I said, Tommy, you've been married over 20 years. How many times have you beat up your wife because the dice man told you to? The answer is zero. Um... Let's see, if you want to try smoking brisket without paying for the whole thing and don't want to wait all day, smoke a chunk, ro a chuck roast. Okay, thank you, Fishstick. 
I don't do. I don't have a smoker, and I I'm I, I get nervous around smokers, so I'll just use my barbecue for steaks. Look, this, this is look. This is the way I get to go out and eat really really good barbecue all the time because I'm going to places that have you know really good barbecue chefs. Uh, but thank you for that idea. That's why I don't give Spotify or Apple money to stream their approved music. Fucking bullshit. Take oh oh no no no. They have not taken that song down yet. Hold on a second here. Um, let, let me make sure. Uh, we'll be under Aretha. Because they have taken stuff down, and, uh, well, let's see. Looking out on the morning rain. God, I wish Brad Kidd was here so I could just I beat the shit out of her. So uninspired. You know what? You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like I've loaded up the car with my friends. This used to be what we would play when we were going out looking for trouble. You think about it, you know, going out there looking to assault some, some transients, some gays. You're looking to put a beating down on them. Well, you can get rid of the Valkyries now, and this is a new jam. Lord, it made me feel so tired. Woo! I want to be the trans! The day I, met you. I almost thought I heard Adele. You goddamn son of a bitch. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. Yeah, you got to meet The Rock last night. Awesome. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I don't want to meet you. And by the way, what the fuck was The Rock wearing? Some bitch had a gold suit on and it looked like it was wearing a blouse underneath it. Looked like it went and shopped at the Harry Styles collection. What the hell, Rock? They've taken down other music. This isn't. Oh, I I, I understand that, Douglas. And and it, it, it is ridiculous to take down music. When can we say stop? When can we say, hey, hey, you know what? Um, you know what's weird here is that, that nobody's asking for this except your wackadoodle group. It's like you're going through everything you can find to get rid of it that, that might say you're different than us. Yet they, then you want to be claimed to be different than us. There's no winning in this fight. For our side. So I say don't fight anymore. Just don't pay attention to them. You pay attention to the laws and things like that, and that's when we'll start to fight it again. If these people want to cut their peckers off, let them cut their peckers off. Let them hot glue their vagina clothes and and grow a wiener. Good for y'all. I saw some post and somebody saying, oh, there's not really much difference between a vagina and a, and a penis. Okay. Oh, okay. I want to go back to that 14-year-old kid at school real quick before we leave this topic because I'm I, – honestly, the trans topic has become like the COVID topic to me. I am so stupid. It, it, it is so stupid, and it's making me stupid, and it's mind-numbing. 
I love natural women in that rapey Christmas song too. Oh, oh, baby, it's cold outside. That was that was by far so stupid. It had rapey vibes to it. Well, we got to get rid of it. And radio stations didn't play it for an entire Christmas. He didn't say he was going to rape her in it. He's singing. They're singing together. It's a beautiful song. Which rapey song, the little drummer boy? Trust me, you really want to keep your pecker. Amen to that. Uh, I mean, I mean, honestly, uh, who said that? D- Desert Runner. That is almost like saying this right here. Wait, hold. On. I gotta find it now. Oh, I had the wrong thing open. A reminder: Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Right, and trust me, you really want to keep your wiener. You ever watch Animal Planet? You ever seen a big pile of rhinoceros manure? It ain't pretty. No, and you really want to keep your your pecker. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm not playing the right sound effect. There it is. That's what you wanted. I know. <laughs> I see these stories, man, and it just makes me laugh. It, that a video game, it's going as far as a video game. Well, we got to saw the tits off this one in the video game. Christ on a fucking cracker. Oh, man. Let's see. Where do I want to go from here? Um, I find this story to be very, very interesting. And I don't know if anybody's paying attention to this. There's a new app out there. And it, it is very scary. It is fucking Skynet. It's called Chat GPT. Now, I've seen this explained by people much, much smarter than me, and let me try to regurgitate what I heard them say. This is a computer AI program. They say they could start replacing human workers soon, including bloggers, Retail staffers, software engineers, graphic designers, all at risk. You put your topic, uh, for example, and this is the problem they're starting to run into already. There are a lot of people that will make you, a lot of teachers out there, that will make you write an essay. And this was my senior paper. Which, by the way, I got from a kid that wrote the same paper two years before me because I didn't want to do the work. True story. Compare and contrast the novels of Adolf Adolf, Adolf Huxley, Brave New World, versus George Orwell's 1984. Now, why did I pick that? Because the, the word 1984 was there, and I'm a Van Halen fan, and I'm stupid. That's why I picked it. Now, what you could do is you can get this app, Chat GPT, and type in compare and contrast Adolf Huxley's Brave New World and and and, and George Orwell's 1984, and you can say, write me an essay on it. Write me a 500-page essay on it. And within about three seconds, it will be done. 
and you can't link it back to plagiarism. Like, like this app is going to be perfect for the Biden family from now on because you can't link it back because it writes differently every single time. But every time it writes, it's correct. Teachers are going to come into a real problem with this. I thought about doing it over the weekend, but I'm not sure exactly which program it is that I'd have to get. And I don't know if it's a free app. But I was going to ask the, the, the chat GPT to write me a stand-up show. Just to see what would come out. What it would think is funny. But see, there's a lot of things in here that a lot of people are going to get scared about with this. Um, bloggers, retail staffers, software engineers. I can see software engineers, maybe graphic designers, maybe, 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 not really, maybe, but at risk. Um, I don't want a computer writing a review of a restaurant. I don't want them to tell me what the specials are and this and that. I, I, I want somebody who's actually eaten there. I want to know what it smells like at a ballpark. I want to read about it. I want I, I want to know like like like, like it, and that's a big one for me is smells like mainly because I'm fat. Okay, we already got that out there. Um, I remember as a kid going to Bush Stadium to watch the Cardinals play when we would go visit my sisters. It's the only good part of the trip. And it had a smell in there. And the smell was missing something. And, and, and that same smell I smelled at the old Arlington Stadium. I don't smell it much anymore. But I did smell it when I went to St. Louis to their new stadium, and I smelled it at Wrigley Field. There's a smell in a ballpark that everything hits you at once. The, the the heat from the summer, the fresh-cut grass, of course, the smell of hot dogs and popcorn cooking together, the smell of the plastic seats, the smell of the leather from the ball and the gloves, the smell of wood when a ball hits a bat because there's a smell that, that comes off that wood when you're hitting the ball. And all these aromas are, are mixed all into one. And that's what a ballpark smells like. A computer couldn't explain that. Oh, I'm sorry, the, the musty beer smells also from the, the thousands of spilled beers in the stadiums. The computer can't, they, they, they can't tell you what that is. This is an app that is going to, you know, maybe maybe it's good because maybe now teachers won't have kids write papers anymore because of this app. Because I'd be terrified if I was a teacher that, that these kids ain't going to read a damn thing. They're just going to go type that in because I would have. Not gay ass guy says beer urine. Hey, man, that's part of it, especially if that stadium still has troughs. Arnie, that would be the most PC show that you've ever done. <laughs> I know, right? Probably. If I did the computer write it. Oh. Oh, my. I misheard the smell of wood. I heard the smell of bush. 
I thought, gee, Arnie's attending different ball fields than me. Way different. No, no, not that. It, it, when when the when the ball hits the bat, there's a smell of burnt wood on there. I mean, I remember the old Ranger Stadium. Like, like you get there before the game started, and you watch batting practice and stuff. And then you know you'd you'd sit there, you'd be sitting, and me and my dad would get there an hour or two before the game, just to kind of shoot the shit before the game. And we'd watch the crew always, uh, the crew just make the field great. And you could smell the water from the water hose that they're they're you know brushing the field down with. When the ball hits the bush, it smells like pennies or bleach. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's funny. That is funny. But, yeah, this is something to keep your eye out for. If your kids, hey, I have a paper due tomorrow. Hey, you've read the book? Nope. Going on chat GPT. Oh, where do we? Oh, uh, this I, I've wanted to do this story for three days now because this is this is a prime example of how our, our this country it, in the world is so goddamn dumb. We need to fix it. We need to offer our services, ass family. Oh, yeah, look, Desert Runner, that, that smell of grass, I put that in there. It's part of the ballpark smell. That grass, the wood, the dirt, the pine tar. You ever smell pine tar? Pine tar fucking stinks, but it's, it's a smell that's there. No computer can tell you that. Remember last week, two weeks ago, we called the uh, the mortuary or the 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 um, what do they call it? The health department there in, in Seattle, the county morgue, and uh, we offered our services, our my pigs, to take care of all the dead bodies because. They've decided to allow people to shoot up heroin in the streets, and they're shooting up fentanyl instead. Well, wouldn't you be surprised to hear that the people in British Columbia now want to decriminalize drugs? That's right. The province has become the first jurisdiction in Canada to decriminalize the possession of small amounts of drugs like cocaine. Marijuana. Oh, here we go. The system includes legal possession of two and a half grams of cocaine, crack or powder, methamphetamine, MDMA. That's the old, uh, what is that? Uh, uh, oh, God, I can't even think what that is called now. Opioids, including heroin, fentanyl, and morphine for people 18 and over. MDMA is like shrooms and shit like that. Critics note the, li- the, the limit might not be enough for many users and that the policy doesn't adri- address the toxic street drug supply that have killed thousands of people. Well, are you going to set up shops? Here you go. Come down and get your two and a half grams of cocaine. Yeah, you can only come here once a day, but there's another shop down the street, winkety-wink. Molly, that's it. Molly and Ecstasy. That's what I was thinking of. Thank you. Thank you, dopeheads. Um, um, 
Um, they have this policy already in Portland, Oregon. And Portland, Oregon has seen an over 200% increase in the number of overdose deaths. What makes people th- I, like this is what I'm I'm truly if anybody can give me light on this. Why is it important that we allow drug users to keep using drugs? I mean, I, I know what Gavin Newsom would say. He would say clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a ha- hold your hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically. I mean, God bless some of you. I, if you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. Magically, we stop drinking. We don't have to go through horrible withdrawals. Magically, it just goes away, this clean and sober lifestyle that people have. And I've never pushed my clean and sober lifestyle on anybody, and every one of you people can attest to that. If you ask me questions about how you can get help, I will gladly give you every bit of advice I can. But I don't come out and tell people not to drink. I don't come out and tell people not to do drugs. Don't get caught. easier than closing the border, nicer to, to foreigners too. When you use drugs, you don't care about what happens to you. Complacent, apathetic piles of manipulated cells. Yes. 200%. How do we get it to 1,000% with laws like this? You say population control. Honestly, I think this is a way that governments are trying out. And I know this is another one of my crazy wackadoodle, you know, conspiracy theories. Do you think this is possibly a way that the governments of these countries, this is in British Columbia, this is in Canada, and in Portland they're doing it because, well, Portland's a fucking loser town anyway. Absolute fucking loserville. Is this a way that they're looking to possibly find a way to legalize drugs and sell them legally? I mean, look what we've done, and, and, and let's not go down the marijuana train. Let, let's just not go down that marijuana train, shall we? And it's not because I've become a, a friend of the pot people, because I have. But I've seen the great benefits that marijuana can, can do. I've seen the studies. guy from the University of Jerusalem. That's not made up. He's the man who who actually found THC. And all the research they've done on how good marijuana is with, first of all, head injuries. Secondly, with what it does for your body and other injuries. It's called Jew-U. But they've done all this research. Now, now, can you show me a research that says cocaine does really good things to your body? What about heroin? You see, I had to find this out the hard way after I became addicted to opioids. 
Never, never used heroin, knock on wood. I remember I got on them because I, I, I had a small tear in my wrist from playing golf. And it was either surgery or just, you know, deal with the pain until you deal with it. And, you know, here's some pills. Oh, boy. That pain lasted for about five and a half, six years. The problem with these pain pills and all these people that know it, it's derived from opium. And all it does is confuses your brain. There's no there there's there's no fucking anti inflammatory towards it. There's no it just tells your brain you're not hurting. And once you start taking these pills enough and enough and enough, your body starts saying, Oh, wait a second, I've got this new pain over here because your body likes the the dopamine that's being released in your system. So you get these phantom injuries. Oh, I gotta take it for this now. And once it gets to be too expensive on the pill route, then you have to go the other route. Now, lucky for me, I had a good job and didn't have any responsibilities at the time, so it never got down to that route. Thank God. Um, if they could show one proven benefit of crack, I'd be all for supporting it. Legalizing, but as of yet, the best they've shown is crack is whack, and I'm not for legalizing it with some other proven benefit. Cocaine helped my whoremongering immensely. <laughs> uh, makes pain worse. Now, look, you can come after alcohol. And, and, and honestly, the reason why marijuana did not pass in California first is because they took on the alcohol lobby. And you're not going to take away Americans' alcohol. I mean, we're a drug-addicted society if you think about it. You can say you're not, and that's fine. You drink coffee, you're a drug addict. Got that little thing in there called caffeine. You like soda? Well, you like sugar. I, I, I'm being honest with you. To say that, and I used to say it all the time on the air, oh, marijuana's a gateway drug. Well, sugar is probably the first gateway drug we ever take. Sugar gets us all ramped up. We're wide awake. We're ready to go. What's the first thing we do if we're starting to feel down? Eat a Snicker bar. Why? Because it's going to ramp us up. We've tried to make sugar illegal. Some people have. Governor of New York not allowing giant sodas anymore. Sanchez family says makes the pain worse. Well, what it does is it, it doesn't help anything that's going on in your pain. Now, I will say that it is needed for recovery. If you want to heal correctly, then you'll probably take those medicines. Look, even going as strong as I am right now in my sobriety and my cleanness, I want to have knee surgery. I need it. Knee hurts all damn time, torn meniscus. It's all fucked up. Still afraid of the uh, of not healing right, and I don't want to, I don't want to have more than one surgery. Alcohol is just as bad. I bought a house online when I was hammered. And, and once again, don't come after it. it here's, here's where alcohol beat you, druggies. I've talked about this before. Alcohol is a major industry. I mean, it's big. Alcohol is bigger than environmentalism. It's bigger than the trans movement. It's bigger than the LGBTQ. Alcohol 
is a major support of this country, like it or not. You go after Americans' alcohol, they're going to fight you tooth and nail. We have a fucking amendment on the Constitution that says alcohol is legal. You know what kept me from uh, taking too much hydrocodone after my two surgeries that hurt like hell? Fear. All your stories kept me on ibuprofen and a few muscle relaxers, even with my spine being carved on. I told the neurosurgeon about a friend's horror stories, and he was fine with ibuprofen. And I, you know what? I'm very happy that I could have aided to that. Darnie, no way. It's the five peanuts and protein in a Snickers bar that stops the hangries. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's those little bits of, of peanut in there. And by the way, look, look. I'm not telling anybody not to use heroin or fentanyl. I, I mean, I would tell you probably not to use it. There's no benefits to it. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. I'm probably not going to hang around you, though, once you start using heroin. I, I'm just going to take myself out of the situation. But to to make laws in place and say, hey, buying, you know what, if you get, you know, two and a half grams of fucking heroin, which I would imagine is a lot, but I don't know. Look, you can buy two and a half grams. You're walking around town with two and a half grams. No big deal. I think it's a pretty big fucking deal. Got people fucking dropping dead. They're only going to have that two and a half grams for like 10 minutes, and then they're going to shoot up, and they're going to go buy more. So you're going to shake them down and go, wait a second. Wait, okay, you still only have two and a half grams. Even though they're on their 10th gram of the day. Dumb. See, that's what I want to cure the world of is this dumbness. I mean, there's a big difference between stupidity and just dumb. Stupidity is trying to repeat it. Dumb is letting it pass for the first time. Hey, this is an idea. Let's go ahead and legalize drugs. Dumb. (laughs) Fools in BC are going to be like, hey, my heart stopped, eh? Man, I can't get that Zamboni job getting busted for fucking fentanyl again, eh? That moose should have told us more. No, we shouldn't have listened to the moose. The moose got us in trouble. But they're turning. They want to turn it into an industry. By the way, this one industry that they tried to make uh, after George Floyd, this this, you know, defunding the police. I love the back end. the 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 back end of it. Um. In liberal fucking Asheville, North Carolina, they've seen a 200% monthly surge in violent crime. Why? You, you, you ask me why? Well, uh, well, that's just, you know, where did I put the stupid question? Well, I thought I had it. Is it an openers? I think it's an openers. Um, no, I guess I don't know where I did with it. Um Why? Because they defunded the police. That's why. They don't have enough police on the street. Crime's going to go up. It's fucking stupid, people. All right, you know you know what? I'm, I'm done of just being mad at the world. Let's do this. I, I have not seen this yet. I know that Hangtown Mike sent it to me earlier, and I didn't open it up. 
and this is something I'd probably do with Joe, and I'll probably do this again with Joe on Friday because Friday or Thursday is our Super Bowl show. Oh, the Bowl of Superness, if I can't say Super Bowl. The Bowl of Superness. Um, NFL legend Lawrence Taylor lists top five defensive players of all time, leaves off one notable current star. Is there a current star that's notable as one of the greatest defensive players of all time? Of the top five in the league right now? I'm just reading the headline. So I, I have not I have not looked at this. If I had to give my top five greatest NFL defensive players. Hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's see. Oh, uh. Boy. Four and five. Man, this is going to be tough. I got the first three. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe people will disagree with me on that. Mm. I'm going to leave off a name, and it's probably not going to be popular that I leave this guy's name off, but, uh, mm. okay, I've got my five. Let's see what Lawrence Taylor says. New York legend was their number two select in 1981, made a living uh, impact, a lasting impact on the franchise, defensive player of the year and rookie of the year in his first two seasons. Uh, oh, did he leave off Mika Parsons? Mika Parsons shouldn't be on there yet. Taylor named his list in appearance. I am athlete podcast. Brandon Marshall and the rest of the guests already put Taylor at number one. Holy shit! Holy shit! I'm looking at this LT, and I have pretty much the same list. Um, he's number one on the list. Lawrence Taylor. My number two is Deion Sanders. And I'll explain all my picks. My number three is Dick Butkus. Not on his list. Interesting. Next player is Ronnie Lott. And then Reggie White. And I had I had Reggie White, Ronnie Lott, Deion Sanders, and Dick Butkus that you could change out with Deacon Jones. That's very interesting. And I have yet to see. Oh, they say that Aaron Donald should be on the list. Hmm. Okay. So, what do you think about the list? If you had your druthers of top five all-time defensive players in the NFL, I mean, my secondary is set. I don't need. I, I don't need anybody else in the secondary. I can just rush the passer. Dion and Ronnie can cover the whole field. Hell, I, I bet you I could be. I could probably beat the Dallas Cowboys with this five. These five guys on my defense. Reggie White and LT rushing the quarterback. Dick Cup, he's going to just drop and play a zone. And then Ronnie Lott and fucking Dion will take the deep zones. Um, Bet they say it's J.J. Watt. No, he wasn't on there. Oh, fuck LT. He's too busy snorting up the white yard lines. Oh, yeah, he is. Um, Too Tall Jones. Too Tall Jones is a great player, but I wouldn't. Oh, 
there's one other player, and this is going to be a hometown pick for me. I got to put the Manster on there. Randy White. Randy White, best defensive player the Cowboys ever had, including Dion. Because there's a knock on Dion Sanders. And I'll tell you the knock on Dion. And I'm such a big fan of his and his motivation of young people and his motivation of people in general. That's why a big reason why I have him on my list. Dion kept his nose clean in the league. Dion never got in trouble. Dion was a, com- a total professional his whole time in the NFL. But Dion couldn't hit. Dion couldn't hit. Problem is, Dion didn't need a hit. Dion shut down half the fucking football field because nobody, and I mean nobody, wanted to throw to his side of the field. Because he was a minor? Well, he was above age. Or was he digging for gold? Oh, a niner. Oh, yeah, he was a cowboy, too. More people know him as a cowboy. He was a falcon. He was a niner. He was a, a cowboy. He was a redskin, unfortunately, and he was a Baltimore Raven. Dion could cover the field. D, D, look, you, you can't deny that. LT, greatest, one of the greatest pass rushers of all time. He, he changed the way linebacker game was played. If it weren't for him, it, uh, the guy from Ray Lewis. Everybody, everybody wants to put Ray Lewis on these great lists. And Ray Lewis was a great player. Ray Lewis was no LT, though. And Ray Lewis's look, Ray Lewis's persona benefited immensely from that murder charge too. Let's let's all remember that. Uh, almost perfect, but I'd trade Butkus for Lewis. Okay, hey, that's fair. Look, it, it was hard for me not to have anybody, and this pains me to say. Look, I didn't have anybody except Dion from the Cowboys, and I can take Dion out. I wouldn't. Uh, because I think I, I think Dion is one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Um, but we didn't mention any Pittsburgh Steelers. You got fucking Jack Lambert, who was a man. Jack Ham on the defensive line. L.C. Greenwood, along with Mean Joe Green. That was a defense right there. I mean, damn. Still don't crack my top five, though. I mean, and the Cowboys had great defensive players. You had Harvey Martin. Harvey Martin and Randy White, co-MVPs of the Super Bowl against the Broncos. That was a game that Roger Stallback played in, and those guys were the MVP. Not to mention Cliff Harris and Charlie Waters, two of the biggest fucking hitters in the game, but nowhere near as big a hitter as Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott cut off his own damn finger so he could finish the season. That gets you on the list anytime. Um, I'm still laughing, thinking about LT calling Theismann after he broke his leg and telling me he doesn't do anything halfway and then hung up. You got the best hybrid uh, linebacker, uh, yeah, I mean, didn't Joe Theismann's leg break in LT's face? Oh, yeah. Battleborn says hashtag steel curtain. That was a great defense along with the doomsday defense. 
Cowboys had doomsday, and they were fucking fantastic. But LT changed the game. Dion shut down half the field. Ronnie Lott was the biggest hitter known to mankind. Um, Reggie White, for the simple fact that Reggie White controlled the, the line. If Reggie White wanted to sack you, he was going to sack you. Not a dirty player at all. Man of God. I'm Reggie White. Reggie White was a bad man. And when he played with the Eagles, man, did I hate him. I was happy when he went to the Packers. Dick Butkus, I never really got to see his career. I'm, I'm too young. But I do know that he was the original changing of the linebacker position. Played for the Bears. It was just one mean man. He made the linebacker position just a mean position. Just flat out mean. Trade Ed, trade Lot for Ed Reed? Never. Never. Ed Reed was good because he made a lot of interceptions. He he, he look. I wouldn't fear him, though. If I was a receiver, I would never cross the middle when Ronnie Lott was playing. You couldn't catch me near the middle of the field. If they told me to run a middle route, I would run out of bounds. I'd be like, do you realize that Ronnie Lott's playing in the middle? Because Ronnie Lott will kill me. I'm a Caucasian wide receiver, and he is just going to destroy me. Never forget Reggie White went to Tennessee. Yes, the only thing good to ever happen to that school. Hi, Bubba. Yes, yes, Mama got home, so Bubba had to let everybody know. Uh, another great cover safety uh, that play where Lot literally ran across the field to bay down the ball was amazing. Bat down the ball. Yeah, I mean, like, we could go on and on for defensive players all day long on this because this is an easy topic to go on. And you know what? Joe and I will talk about this on Friday. I'll save this. Uh, hold on. Let me write down top five defenders. Okay. Put that in my little drawer here and save that. Mean Joe Green. Mean Joe Green, he's, he's somebody that could be talked about on that list. He was a great player. Can't, can't knock him. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? I like this this just fucking soul or this this stream of consciousness I'm on today. I, I mean, I had a whole show planned out, but I think the show went good. Uh, let's see. Um, let's do some funny stories here, shall we? Um. All right, here, here we got this one here. This ought to be good. You want to know what's wrong with the world? I'll tell you. Four parents who fell in love and started a four-way relationship open up against polyfamorous lifestyle that sees them living together and raising kids equally without knowing who fathered each child. Well, let's just go ahead and uh, let, let's hit halt on that real fast, uh, real quickly. Um you're going to need to know who fathers to daddy, uh, the, the kid, uh, for health reasons later down the road. You know, you know genetics and things like that. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Alicia Rogers, 34, and her husband, Tyler, 
are in a polyfamory family relationship. They live in the house with the Sean Hartless, 46, and his wife, Taya, 28. The Oregon-based family care for their four children as equal parents. Do, do, I need, do, do I need to even go into this? Two couples who fell in love and started a four-way relationship are candidly opening up about their experiences with polyfamory, a practice that sees them all living under the same roof in a romantic quad while caring for their kids together. Are you really caring for your kids? No, I, I'm, 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 I'm about to shit all over this. Oh, man. Get ready. Why are you doing that to your kids? What, 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 why are you doing that to your kid? And, and, and the reason why I ask why are you doing it to your kids because you're fucking with your kids. Um, your kids go to school. Oh, and looking at one of the quote-unquote dads in his far too tight of pink shirt at Disneyland. Oh, for the love of God. Sounds like a new ABC sitcom. Man, your kids are going to get made fun of this at school. Why, why are you putting your kids through this? Don't kids already have a lot of shit to deal with? Maybe they got an overbite. It's something they can't control. See, this is the last thing that I would do is to just fucking, because they, and I'm seeing pictures of them at, like, you know, school events and stuff. And no, no, and, and and look, if it works for you, great. It's going to work now, but this is going to end in chaos. Yeah, oh, my God, when I read about these people. What happens when they divorce? Don't, don't ask that question, Jen. See, that's the asking what's next question. Because it's going to rip those kids apart because they don't know who the daddy is. Well, I guess we're going to find out who the fucking daddy is. And the, the husband's going to go, wait a second, you were with him when? Well, that was supposed to be our time together. Like, man, do they just, like, double-team one gal when the other gal's being a bitch? Same thing with the guys? I mean, this is confusing. And first of all, what man out there, what man in his right mind wants more than one fucking wife? God damn it. Hell, sometimes one is fucking too many. And now you want another one? Good Lord. They have two older kids who obviously belong to the two same parents and then the four parents claiming two kids and claiming we don't know which dad is what. Why not? Makes no sense not to know. The first two know. These relationships never work. Two cooters. Yeah, two crazy cooters. Coo, 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 coo. Fucking stupid, man. Come on. I don't want to, and, and, and somebody, oh, Arnie, you should learn more. I don't need to learn more about them. I know that these people are attention getters, and you see, they didn't get enough attention when they were children, so now they need to be the star, the pig. Look, look, I, I'm going to go deep dive fucking Freudisms here. This is because you weren't fucking celebrated enough as a child and you feel bad for it. 
The reason why you weren't celebrated more for a child could be a number of reasons. Number one could be your childhood wasn't worth a shit because you didn't want to play sports. You didn't want to do anything. You wanted to be an average kid. Nothing wrong with that. Don't come back later in life and go, I need to be celebrated like my peers were when they got trophies. Because, yes, it all goes back to that. It all goes back to your fucking childhood. And once you realize that, you can start to work on yourself. Christ on a crutch. Oh, I need another wife and another husband. By the way, women, why would you want two fucking slobs to clean up after? Valentine's gift, a dick in the box for both of you. Easy peasy. Ugh. You got to remember so many damn anniversaries. Uh, First date, first time we had a foursome. First time we had butt sex. Our marriage anniversary. Our our polyformary anniversary. Man, that sounds just like too much work at life. No, thank you. You want issues, you got issues. And oh, man. Oh, is there video? Oh, oh, I, oh I, I do have video, so I will share it with you. We have a fight. And I know this is going to shock everyone. It comes from a Spirit Airlines plane. <laughs> yep, um, um... Bra exposed and wigs flying. Mother and daughter are seen trading blows with Spirit Airline agents in a video of a wild airport brawl after they were hit with extra fees at the gate for their oversized carry-on baggage. Well, to the tape we go. There we go. All right. Oh, security. Oh, somebody got a head of hair. Oh, oh, they're slapping. There's a lot of hair being grabbed. Oh, my God. Good Lord. Oh, more hair, more weaves being torn out. Security's involved. There's a ball-headed white man there. He is probably the strongest position because he has no hair. Oh, we have a hand around the throat now. Spirit Airline employee walking away. Love it. Love it. Was one of the extra fees hitting like a bitch? Well, this continues. Let's see. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come get some. Oh, here we go. The two Spirit Airline girls, they're going back over there for some more. Hey, now, let's get some. Oh, it's like a fucking beer joint in Muskogee on a Saturday night in Oklahoma, baby. It's a slobber knocker at the at the Spirit Airline Center. Enough of that. Kid from a local radio show was into sharing, and it probably cost him his marriage. Uh, it was one of the, uh, yeah, I read that. Is that kid yelling? Yeah, that kid's just screaming. That's the new liberal thing to do is just start screaming when people don't agree with you or things are bad. Just, ah! This is a fantastic video. This is why I will never, ever fly Spirit Airlines. Spirit Airlines is the fucking hood 
I, I think like 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 if you get on a Spirit Airlines, the only way that you can actually qualify for tickets is if you can. Friends, <laughs> about this crazy shit. If you can actually rap this. Woke up quick at, at about, about noon. noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. I gotta get drunk before the day begins. Before my mother starts bitching about, about my friends. friends. About to go and damn near went blind. Young niggas at the pad throwing up gang signs. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spirit Airlines Flight 1169. What, what? Look here, if y'all got to get off the airlines, we're fucked up. There's exits back here, down there, and over there. But if they open up and we're in the air, you're going to get sucked out and die. Also, if you have any livestock, keep it below your feet. This is Spirit Airlines, for God's sakes. Uh, this is going to be a three-and-a-half-hour flight, so if anybody needs help with their extensions, we'll do that in the back. We will be providing some uh, refreshments. All purple drink and water is free. Malt liquor is a premium. And sadly to report, we are all out of Hennessy. Uh, just to let you know, all of the uh, uh, alert uh, airline attendant buttons are, are out. They're not working because, well, we didn't pay that bill. So if you need if you need a flight attendant, just yell out, hooty hoo, and one will come running. Yes, I just did stereotypical everything there. Why? Because it's fucking funny. That's why. I don't need to tell you what motherfuckers are going to be fed tonight. I think you can all figure that out. Spirit Airlines, the Waffle House in the sky. Oh, that is beautiful. They even have the same color scheme, yellow and black. That's amazing. Well, you got half of it with waffles. The six first-class seats are awarded through a battle royale. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> I could go much, much further, but I'm not going to because I don't want this to be played on Fox News later. Uh, that is going to do it for the show today. Thank you, Ass Family, for allowing me this stream of consciousness today. Back to our normal, regular, scheduled stuff. Um, hold on a second. Somebody just sent me something here. I want to read this. Uh, Listening to the beat form of canceling tours because <laughs> oh that's funny that is funny uh, 
Stu just sent me, he said, listening to uh, uh, an, another show, and that guy is making fun of performers canceling tours or shows because of anxiety. Yet he did the same thing. Oh, that's great. Spirit Islands performs fly-by shootings in Delta. Arnie, you can get the fried chicken and your waffles at a Waffle House. No, they do not have fried chicken. Um, gosh, today's show went by fast. Yes, it did, because it was just one good stream of thoughts. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic rest of your Monday. And adios, everybody. Uh I'm her world, and she revolves around me. Just being close to me makes her love grow. Each night she thanks God for the day she found me. By when she came home. This morning she told me so And there's roses blooming in the Arctic Circle Icebergs in the Gulf of Mexico And there's not one star in heaven or a sunrise every morning I'd believe it if she told me so Referring to this guy she's come to know Well, they're just friends She loves him like a brother And she's never even kissed him She told me so and there's roses blooming in the Arctic Circle Icebergs in the Gulf of Mexico And there's not one star in heaven And eight don't follow seven believe it if she told me so you've got to beat the man pal i coined the phrase i am the man Woo! diamonds are forever and so is the arnie state show Woo! you've been listening to the arnie state show at arnieradio.com stop it stop it stop 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 
Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.